And once again, a huge shout out to all of our supporters over at patreon.com forward slash 878 Survivor FM. All of our $5 supporters, our editors, thank you so much. Our production managers, our $10 supporters, Florida, Big Dog, Shane Murphy, Tank Dazza, Hawks Hammer, and Mark Godfrey. Our producer, Red Freedom, thank you so, so much, mate. 13 months, you're a bloody legend. Also, all of our YouTube members, Kenny Baker, another 13-month legend there, King of Lobar, Cinnamon, Muddy Tracklinks, Jake is Zero Cool, Raymond Normoyle, and Matt Z, and Marcin P2. All of you are legends who help the show go on each and every week. Thank you all for your support, even just by watching or listening each week to the podcast, and we hope you enjoy this week's show. And we are live in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. And welcome to not the Daisy podcast, but the Spotlight. We are back to doing the Spotlights. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, we will be doing them live going forwards from here. Uh, but today we are joined by the one, the only, Mr. Dinos Binos. Dean's Beans, Dino. You, you, got, you got a million names, don't you, bud? Yeah, yeah. DBO is the, uh, the shortest way of... <clears throat> introducing myself so yeah. i'm sticking with that going forward i think nice nice to finally have you in here mate um <clears throat> so well, i like to start off um these these are a, a very different format to the spotlight interviews that i do um so yeah. uh sorry not the spotlight interview the uh the podcast that i used to do these are more mm-hmm. you know it's just the two of us just chatting getting to know each other um, asking questions by doing it live if um, people have got um, any questions they want to ask they can ask them um, but yeah um, I want to find out a little bit more about you first mate so we were chatting a little bit before the show and you said that you technically are a bit of a boomer um, how old are you mate? Oh yeah uh, I've just gone 52 this year so. so you've got me by three years mate mm. I'm turning um, 49 yeah. um Please. Uh, in um, oh shit, eighteen days. Yeah, 18th of May. Nice one. It's a good age, but uh, it's all a blur after uh, twenty-one. Anyway, it is. Isn't it? it is. And yeah, after your twenties, <laughs> it's all downhill from there. It's like, yeah. oh shit, I'm thirty now, and then oh shit, I'm forty yeah. now, and oh shit, I'm knocking on fifty. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, thirty-four. For me, and I listen to stories of the age when the shit hits the fan properly. I mean, you start putting on weight and all that. Whatever yeah. weight you were when you were uh, 16, you carry with you to be about 34. Then all of a sudden, mm. that kebab carry suddenly sticks out. <laughs> and the oh, next mate, one and the I, next I one. weigh so much more than when I was a young fella. It's, it's, it's very disappointing for me, to be honest. But, um, yeah, it's... It is. It is what it is, mate. It is what it is. Just I've let myself go, so that's kind of sad. But yeah, I'll, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, nothing we can do about it. No, not at all, mate. But yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know. Going back to the tech question, it's it's supposed to be getting easier, but. Like when things like Alexa break, you realize how much you, you're tied to it. You know, when your internet drops and you can't turn the TV or the kettle on anymore without pissing about with the plugs, technology becomes annoying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, uh, we're tied to it, aren't we? We've had it. 
And what about yeah. um family, mate? You got a missus, kids, that sort of stuff? Yeah, yeah, I've got a young boy. I'm I'm divorced uh many moons ago. Uh bachelor really now. Yep. But uh the lads over in Belgium at a festival at the moment at a disused power station is having a whale of a time. So oh really? He's a chemist. Yeah, yeah, he's a chemist and uh he's now doing security, computer security in chemistry, uh you know how it is with that AWS system, I think. Yep. Doing very well. I'm proud of the boy. Well, computer security. So I imagine you and him sit down and talk about all this computer stuff. Um, uh, it's a bit of a, a common ground for the pair of you. Uh, yeah, you know, it's something magical uh, all over these years. He's watched me sat here uh, where I began. In, he didn't see me at Operation Flashpoint so much, but uh, when was that? 2001. Yeah. Uh, I'd start modding. We could only uh, hexadecimal uh, hack back then into the binarized files, really, when it first came out, you know, the mission files. But anyway, back to what the uh, story. Yeah, over the years, it's become more and more a two way conversation about coding. But now, obviously, <laughs> he's uh, a skilled chap. I'm just a hobbyist. But ah. uh, yeah. And it's frightening how quick they learn, isn't it? It is. It is. Right, I, my boy, um, right he's twenty-one, time. and um, he's at uni, and yeah, uh, he, he's constantly schooling me on stuff and teaching me stuff, and yeah, it just makes me so proud of how smart, like how smart he is compared to his stupid old man. Yeah, yeah. I, do, I sometimes try and have a sit down and I think how relevant, uh, a relative story it is. You know, to my days when. I actually took the first UK school-based course in computers, which was on the, uh, mm -hmm. I think it was in about 1983-4, which was a, a GCSE in uh, computer science. <laughs> and we was on uh, BBC micro Micros doing the CFAX stuff, and, uh, oh, God. <laughs> I, I was learning more at home on my Commodore 64 <laughs> than I was at the uh, class. It was, uh, you guys in the UK must have been on a similar sort of timeline to us here in Australia, because I remember during my yeah. um, um, schooling was when computers started getting introduced to schools and that in the mid to early 80s. Maybe, yeah, even, yeah. The, I think maybe even the very late 70s might have been then. Yeah, I think a lot of the Commonwealth is tied in at some level, isn't it, on the... Uh, yeah. They watch each other and talk amongst each other. What are you doing, etc. I've always found there's a similar between Canada, Australia, yep, UK, and uh, some of the other Commonwealth countries. Ah, that's tiny... it, mate. The others don't matter, especially those Kiwi bastards. They don't matter at all. Yeah, yeah. Kiwi, <laughs> is that a fruit or something? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all, yeah. They're, they're, yeah. All, they're all pretty fucking fruity from yeah. New Zealand. Let me tell you. But, yeah. That's right. Uh, I think one of them did a, an infected game, didn't they? A survival game or something. Uh, some guy. What's, oh, what's, what's his name? <laughs> Uh, I don't know his name. I never Bean remember or it. Gene or something like that. Yeah, Gene. That's it. Yeah, Gene. Gene. Uh, Gene Gap or something. Gene. Like Gene that. Hicks. Is it Hicks? Something like. That. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so what about a job, mate? Do you do you have a a living outside of uh, I have, modding? I have. I have. Yep. I am very, very, very fortunate to be a gardener. So all the hours that I spend cooped up in a room staring at the screen or 
cancelled out by the fact that I'm outside with nature for uh, 40, 50 hours a week. So, so you are literally outside touching the grass, mate. Yeah, yeah, I've got my own business, so yep. I'm the boss. Good on you, good on you. Uh, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, just... Do you have any other hobbies outside yeah. of modding and gaming and that? I do, I'm a very uh, crafty type person. You know, mm -hmm. woodwork and metal. I've just bought a, a welder. I'm going to make a sculpture of this. Because what I do is, right now, I'm very busy in real life with my, my business. God, the seasons. And uh, so in winter, I get two months off. It used to be three or four months, but Jesus Christ, climate change is killing me. You can cut grass now here up to about 18th of December. <laughs> you start again in March, but once over. I used to be able to stop in November and then pick up work again in uh, around about April. But yeah, so I get two months off. I bought this welder and I'm going to make a sculpture. And I'm, I'm thinking I might make it Daisy-esque, you know. Yeah. But uh, everybody should have a hobby and uh, a goal every so, project. So what is the origin of your name, Dinos Binos? Oh, I don't know whether you need to know that, really. It's uh, it's nothing too... Uh, crazy. Crazy. But when I was a young gardener, there were six of us in a van, and we used to travel around the uh, county servicing different sites. Mm -hmm. Now, <laughs> at some point in time, I had a girlfriend who was an hairdresser, and hairdressers don't work Mondays. So I was dropped off on Mondays at her house. And there was a, they used to say Dino's going on a Beano. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll say no more. But yeah, it literally just means Dino's a good time. Yep. My good time. I like that. Yeah. That's cool. That, that's cool. A lot better than mine, mate. Always said mine's fucking Dance. boring as just my nickname of the year I was born. And docks on myself even with my game attack. <laughs> So who, right. who or what got I you knew. into gaming, mate? Uh, the Atari, of course. Yeah, the old Atari 2600. Exactly, yeah. Uh, Chopper Command on Activision uh, cassette. At the time, it was kind of a poor man's defender. But it's the best game I ever played in my life. Got to, uh, wanted to get to a million points. Just about to get there, I'd been on it for so long. My dad come down. <laughs> I was rather rude to him, <laughs> so he uh, gave me one across the chops, and I think I was about thirty points off the million. I wanted to know what happened when you got to a million. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, I loved that game. Uh, and fair play to my dad. I was a bit uh, of your average gamer that's focused on the screen. Didn't care for anybody else's uh, sleep time, but yeah, yeah. It's I think all my life I've been a problem solver, and gaming helps you do you know fulfil that need. You know, even games like the uh, Lara Croft series, puzzle games, things like that, just gets you into gaming. And then at some point you go to yourself, well, I wonder how they do that. How is it done? I just remember having, having a, look. a blister on my thumb, the old um, Atari controller. It was a horrible, yeah. horrible thing, but it it it, it scratched yeah. the itch, mate. It started me as well. 
yeah yeah it's uh what was it the tank game that came with it and uh pac-man of course mm-hmm. missile command Invaders, Ast- asteroids was my yep. jam i've said that many a time yeah asteroids i freaking yeah. loved that game i could smash that yeah in the arcade for me that was it you know in the tempe well in our days they were uh about two pence i think but ten, pe- ten penny arcade machines asteroid was the go-to and uh robotron with the mm-hmm. two sticks yeah 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 you say it's uh and then, in 2001, I bought my first actual PC. I suppose Commodore doesn't count back in the 80s. So I had a 10-year gap, a music gap. Still love music, always will. But uh, yeah. parties, girls, music, they happen, don't they? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they get in the way of a good adult maker. <laughs> so what's and, your favourite uh, game of yeah. all time? Uh, Operation Flashpoint, without doubt. Yep. There is nothing, there never will be anything like it. And uh, the thing, and this is why I love DayZ, is uh, I'm reluctant to say all Bohemia games, but most of them. What it is, to me personally, when I walked into that store in 2001 or whatever it were, you know, we'd, we'd all had the demo on the PC magazine and uh, we got to the uh, local store and bought the real thing. I'm not sure it was 2002 by the time I got the actual full game, but anyway. in the Back in the days, there was a site called Game Spy, and that was the lobby to get in into... Uh, multiplayer games i don't know exactly when that started it was a i'm sure it, I, my memory's bad now but i'm sure it was a couple of years or certainly many months after the initial cold war crisis this landed uh on my desk that uh we went playing online but i remember you're on the game spy site in the lobby it was uh, shell.co.uk. Somebody obviously at Shell was using the uh, internet there to host the server or whatever it was. <laughs> and uh, God bless them because it's part of my life and many another. And then you, you, your screen would go blank. The web page, you know, a bit like the uh, uh, the battlefield one where they, they host it through a web page, don't they? Anyway. So that would go short, then you would go into this game, and bear in mind, it's 2001, graphics were shit. Mm. There, were, there were lots of uh, bragging about graphics. Uh, but then you got into this, and they had helicopters, you had tanks, you had cars, machine guns, artillery. <laughs> but over and above that, you had 20 people with you. And uh, you're either fighting the AI, which were pretty damn good, yeah. I might add. <clears throat> but for those that knew, you could always beat them with a wall. Because if you ever put an obstacle between you and the OFP AI, you you always came out on top. But yeah, and it, and then suddenly you get your load out, you get in a Chinook. Uh, then bang, all of a sudden, uh, all along the watchtower starts playing. There you are. I mean, this is a custom mission, obviously. Uh, 
whatever it was, 12, 16 people in this Chinook, people you don't know, mm-hmm. people you never met, and you fly in, you know, in, in relative terms, 20 or 30 kilometers, whatever it was. Well, that's exaggerating. Let's just call it 10 kilometers for cash to go and fight some AI in a game. <laughs> and it was fucking amazing. And it's an experience I will never forget. Operation uh, Flashpoint for me was a special game as well. I remember it wasn't the yeah. um, Bohemia title. Mine was the um, uh, bastardized one when it came to console because I was still a console gamer. And it just blew my mind that there was this game where you actually had to use proper tactics. Um, yeah. And I, I was like, wow, this is, I've never seen anything like it. And that began my descent into more realistic style games. Yeah, exactly. Is it operate? Is it Elite or something like that on Xbox, wasn't it? Uh, Dragon Rising um, and Red River, I think, um, were the two. Ah, uh, yeah, the Codemasters, Yeah, yeah. yeah I thought I thought you meant the actual because Bohemia did one for Xbox called Elite, which is, was a port of Operation Flashpoint mm-hmm. called War Crisis onto the console. That was a big yeah, um, shit yeah. fight. The whole uh, Codemasters thing with Operation Flashpoint, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't think it's really for us to get into because we never suffered, did we? I don't think no. because we got we got the tools, we got the game. Bohemia won the war, and uh, long live that studio because uh, they they produce they produce such games that other people just wouldn't fund to be a reality. I don't think would they? And you know, it, it's it's interesting you bring that up because um. I had a go at someone on Twitter the other day. Um, um, it was um, Mosin Nagant, um, who I follow on Twitter, replied, and that's why I popped up in my timeline. And I had to agree with him. Because someone was having a go mm. saying, you know, if it wasn't for modding these games, it'd be shit. And I said, look, yeah, I'll, I'll hang shit on Bohemia from time to time, but that is not one of them. Bohemia are fantastic, and it's almost like that that's their, their way of doing things, is they create a good solid base game and then let modders turn it into whatever they want. And if they didn't, we wouldn't have DayZ. Um, there wouldn't be um, PUBG, um, King of the Hill, um, all of those extra, you know, the birth of the Battle Royale genre, whether you love it or hate it. Um, but <clears throat> they, they, they're probably one of the most influential gaming companies of all time with, with, with this model of just letting people um, delve right into you know, quite a lot of the nitty-gritty of their games and then just create stuff with it that, you know, blows your mind. Yeah, yeah, I'd uh, echo that. I mean, we have to remember there was a sweetener for them in terms of it was a recruiting ground for their yep. uh, other series, but, hey, give and take, give and take. There was never uh, a gun or a knife in the uh, disc packet saying you must do this or that, was there, you know? Nope. Uh, I think everybody benefited. I think it's a business that I would certainly would have liked a slice of because uh, it was engaging. It was all, you know, encompassing. There was a, some elitism. There still is elitism. To There's this elitism in everything. Who, who gets what. It's, course, it's human it's, nature. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, it's, like you say, it's just a fact of life. It's how life works, isn't it? Some people are at the top, yep. some at the bottom. Some just press on and get on with what it is they want to achieve. Exactly. By means they have in front of them. 
But yeah. you, you bang on the money, it's the attack. They essentially create a sandbox in a way then let server owners and modders really tailor it to themselves. You know, pretty yeah. much you know, there's there's servers out there like yeah, we covered that one from China where they've got the uh, anime sort of stuff on there. Not my cup of tea, but I love what they're doing. Yeah. They're they're, they're making the game what they want it to be. I get a lot of requests. <laughs> Yeah. about that <laughs> <laughs> i mean uh, i mean I, I don't know what happened but uh, about 12 months ago suddenly there was a massive tie scene in uh, the daisy community really it was on twitch and everywhere just yep. hordes and i just it disappeared overnight i don't know what happened no i remember Maybe when i did the daisy changed. award show um when i was looking at most popular videos and stuff like that there was a tie creator who was massive you know he had videos that were the same sort of views as what Frankie was getting and it was like wow okay yeah yeah uh, well I'm, I presume it's all still there somewhere but mm. uh, like you said them algorithms are funny things aren't they so oh, one yeah. thing it's the uh, next it's not yeah look at the even mm. after Frankie left the Daisy scene still flourished um yeah 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 no no one one person is responsible for any of it I mean it's a it's a wave isn't it I mean yeah. you look at uh you look at the trends, uh, you had the vanilla in the beginning and then you started to get in uh, rumours about Namalsk, when Namalsk came, another peak came. Uh, then the expansion first came out, that was a wave that faded. Uh, other mods did the same thing. You know, I'll be modest enough to say when my dinosaurs come out, there's another little peak. Uh, and hidden not in the limelight of these communities that do the role playing and uh, some amazing stuff goes on in the background there the real uh, a real big community and uh, some of the things they do like they have like a locker system or something on Chernerus and you put your stuff in a locker then you pop up in uh, Livonia and it's all your stuff's in the, another locker on Livonia I think it was Gecko Fish was playing those servers a while ago. They look brilliant. He's doing yeah. amazing stuff, good old Gecko Fish. I love him. Love him to death. He's awesome. Yeah, yeah. He shows the stuff that others don't. You know, I've seen on all the uh, Asian servers and such like that. He's just showing it, hasn't he? How, how, it, how it's done in uh, other uh, communities. Brilliant. Yeah. Funny chap. Very funny, very, very funny chap. So um, what sort of PC have you got at the moment, mate? For all this modding work well, you do, you must have a bit of a beast. I don't, and according to Windows, it's not even good enough for Windows 11. What a bastard that was. Uh, no, all I have is uh, i7, mm -hmm. 700, 7,700, 16 RAM. And I have about three or four SSDs full of crap. You know, about 250 gigs, something like that. Uh, and the old EVGA GTX, what is it? A 1080 super clocked uh, graphics card, NVIDIA 1080. So I think it's about all you need. Yep. I think the more you get for this game, I mean, there's, there's some of them top end streamers, they need. Uh, NASA, don't they, to uh, stream, stream labs, all that going on. But for the actual game, 
I think a 1080 is enough to run it. Did you build and it yourself? I, I do have it. No, no, this is the first ever one I've bought. Yep. My brother used to build my computers, but sadly he passed away and uh, life got expensive in the computer world now. I've got to, I should do, I'm technically mind enough, but mm -hmm. we, we all live in a convenience world, don't we? <laughs> it is five year old or something. It's due to replace, but despite the fact that I've got 3 million subscribers on Steam, I've only got 36 people wanting to support me uh, making my add-ons. So I don't think, uh, what is it, uh, the kind of money I'm getting out of put it um, versus what I'm putting in just isn't uh, evening out enough at the moment to get a new one. Yep. Hint, hint, people. <laughs> <laughs> So why did you start creating mods yourself? Again, I think it goes back to my nature, which is problem solving. Yep. And oh, I'll continue with the story I was saying about Flashpoint and the, the Bohemia games for me on the same subject is it's like when you find an old car, a barn find or equivalent, and you look at it and it's a piece of shit. It's not the most beautiful thing that you know it's it's got problems and then you get in it and it works compare it to roller coasters there's your, your brand new metal one and you've got your old rickety wooden one when you get on that wooden one it's far more scary and a better experience because you're not only going up and down at speed you think it's going to fucking fall apart on you and for me, it's that added, added little element. So when you going back to the reference to Bohemia games, is uh, when I was playing Operation Flashpoint, it was clanky. You know, the animations looked gawky, but it was working. It was doing exactly what you wanted, and it looked easy to do. Or how wrong I was. It isn't easy, and uh, fair play to Bohemia. So you start looking inside. You think, well, I, w I want something else. I want to, uh, I want it to do this. I want it to do that. How can I make it do that? Uh, and back then, like I say, all you had is these, it was like looking in the matrix because you had uh, an hexadecimal editor and all you saw is ones and zeros with the odd uh, legible word. And you had to change what you could yep and and when it worked it inspired you to go further and deeper and uh i think uh i don't i don't i can't remember what it was but i, I watched something uh i don't know what the equivalent of youtube was back then i can't even remember but something blew up and all the bits went apart i think there was also a game on the PlayStation or Xbox called Black and everything you shot blew apart. And I found out it was called Dynamic Destruction. <laughs> I thought, I need to do that. that. That is what I want to do. I want to hit, I want to shoot things and I want to blow up and I want parts to uh, fly everywhere. <laughs> and that was six years of my life wasted. <laughs> I, I never looked up for my PC for six years because all I did was blow things up and I split them down into 
little elements and when it was hit I would write code that would spit everything everywhere. I've got video of somewhere yep. on my uh, YouTube channel. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> so all the way up to Lima 2, from, I, from Operation Flashpoint to Lima, the beginning of Lima 2. When was Lima 2? Was that 2011, 2012? Uh, um, stuff about Lima 2, give me one sec. Um... 2006 was uh, Lima 1, I think, wasn't it? I'm not sure. The timeline. 17th of June 2009, Lima 2. Wow, nine, yeah, yeah. So three years between one and two. It was 2012 was perhaps day Z, was it, the mod? Can't remember. Is that the 12, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I knew 12 was significant. Then. And it was a blessing in disguise for Bohemia. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of things went into place. I don't, you know, don't quote me on this because nobody knows the actual facts by those involved. But whatever, the way I saw it as a modder, when I was following everything on the forums, was uh, a guy put out a new DLL file which allowed files, information to be served, saved by the server and then loaded up. And I think that was the dream element that the DayZ crew wanted to uh, complete their dream. And uh, like I said, don't quote me, that's just how I visualized it in the forums from what I could read. Yeah, and uh, of course I had to have a go at it. I'm a modder, you know. Mothers always play other mothers' things just to see what gives, you know. Not that I was anyway uh, modding anything that resembled that at the time. I'm not sure if I was on. Uh, I was a lead developer for the uh, Project Reality version uh, in Armor Three. You know the Battlefield uh, series. Project reality, they'd asked me to lead uh, that. I don't associate myself with the mod because I left uh, a few people left, it wasn't uh, plain sailing. But I think dead fast at the time he saw it through, fair play to him. But yeah, so I wasn't doing anything remotely like what uh, the Daisy crew were doing, so it was very interesting. Uh, so I, I downloaded it, <laughs> I'll never forget it, and uh. You went in, loaded in, went in, and there's this guy injured, and uh, I think I had some some way to heal him anyway, whether it was bandaged or whatever it was back in the day. And uh, as I was healing him, two guys come round the corner, and uh, this guy says, it's okay, they're with me, and he tells them, it's okay, it's okay. We all have a conversation, we all go uh, our own way. Now... <laughs> I get about three or four hundred yards away and uh, I suddenly realise they'd stole things out of my rucksack whilst I was healing him. <laughs> <laughs> Bastards. Uh, but that's the beauty of these sorts of uh, games, isn't it, mate? You know, things happen that is, aren't yeah. scripted. You don't know, you know what another player is going to do to you and just, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. And, well, it affects you, doesn't it? It's... Uh, for years and years, you're playing against the AI, you know, and, and things like that. Nothing really. I know we all loved the same game for a long time, and it, it is monotonous, even though we don't realise it. And then suddenly an event like that happens, and uh, interactions. And it's what I'm about is ambience. 
you know, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm really fixated with the uh, ambient AI. I think my next big project is to make a server on Deer Isle, and I'm going to make creatures for each zone on Deer Isle. So it's a different experience. Mm -hmm. I love that terrain, and uh, I think that I'm getting to that stage now where I've got enough ideas and mods that I've already made that will help me uh, fulfil that. But yeah, it's a great game and a great experience for sure. Um, <laughs> what what is your favourite mod that you've made? Well, it's the uh, horse for Armour 3. Yep. It took me uh, six years, and uh, the owners of Bohemia have recognised it, and I've captured them in an interview. It's on my YouTube channel. The guy asked him, have you played? Yes, yes, we've played the horse. And that's my moment of uh, enjoyment and uh, reward. Because I, I always knew that Bohemia always wanted to do a western themed game when you say i always knew you can only base it on the things you read at the forums again you don't know if it's the fact it's the case but i think there was supposed to be a vietnam one after uh operation flashpoint and uh anyway it didn't come to realization but i always heard they'd done a western and when i was making this horse it took me six years not not constant coding and trying it took me six years for everything to come together that i could uh utilize the engine to be able to get a player to ride a horse uh and yeah it, it was a fantastic moment when i did it and i got a uh, bohemia highlights on the uh, page on steam or whatever it was that um dbo that horses yeah 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 oh, no, that's the day z Oh no no not well sure that one that's a it, it's a it's strange because that one is at the same stage the armor three one was at before I could get the actual horse itself I think uh, I'll link it if I can in a second should be uh. I think I found it. It should be a. Daddy Fair? Second. I think I'm. Which channel am I supposed to be in here? Have you linked me in the. Uh... That looks really good. That looks really, really good. Um, it's just the uh, channel I'm um, sharing in the Discord, mate. If you just click on um, view stream. I'm useless at this. I told you I'm a technophobe, honestly. Right, so I'm in your Discord here. Yep, if you hover over my what? name, it should say, uh, it should show that I'm live. Why, oh, yeah, yeah, watch stream. There we go. All right, I don't know what period that was, but... Uh... I think that's the ambient one. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, that's the ones. Yeah, some, but that's a, a 
somebody uh, user made that video but yeah the first one is uh, how many downloads has that got now I haven't looked at it for a long time about 17 18,000 yeah yeah 53,000 18,836 subscribers yeah Current. well there's the anomaly so I've lost in traffic because of a third Party and Bohemia's launcher, uh, almost forty percent. Well, I'm, I'm shit at maths these days, but maybe uh, fifty-five, sixty percent of my traffic hasn't come to my page. Yep. So, anyway, such is life. Steve in um, chat is saying um, um, that the Armor Three one is very nice. Yeah, there's been some. I, I I just I had to put Armor Three to one side and move on to Daisy after uh, 0.63 when the big changes came and uh, oh my they God. went to the uh, docks. Oh so adorable. Yeah, yeah. So essentially, horse. <laughs> so this is this is why I'm in the Daisy community now because I want to achieve this in Daisy. Once I do that, then I'll move on to probably the new Armour 4, whatever it's going to be. But yeah, I think uh, my overall goal is to achieve this. <laughs> we hope so, Steve. Point. We hope things will change with the uh, new vehicle simulation coming in. Fingers crossed, whatever that's going to entail for us. Yeah, yeah, I don't... Uh, I don't know what will happen. We'll either hit a rock and go flying, or... It will be as it is, but more efficient on the servers, I think. So, gonna be interesting to see which way it goes. Will they use Newton's physics or a bastardization of it? Now, here's an interesting question for you What is your yeah. favorite mod you have ever seen? Not one of your own, but what is the mod that most impressed you? Oh, wow. Well, well, first I'll, I'll say Dear Al is probably the most uh, impressive, inspiring. Thing. Yeah, as a piece of work. I mean, I know it in its entirety, it's made up of others' works, like like most of them are. But if I were, if I were put on a uh, under pressure, I'd say Dear Al is probably the most dedicated. Uh, brilliant and beautiful piece of work I, I've seen in uh, probably any game. Uh, the, the sheer amount of time that John spent just sitting there editing that, that map live on stream quite often, just sitting there listening to his music and just placing. Yeah. It, it, it's not for everyone. Yeah, but there, There's probably a lot of us, you know, I'd, 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 I'd love to do a map one day, but I just I don't have that level of commitment. Mine would be shit. Mine would be absolutely yeah. shit. Um, it takes a I special know. person to create, whether it be a mod or you know, even, even a server. Um, you know, the best servers are run by dedicated teams of people who just, yeah. they're, 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 there's something about them. And that probably carries across to, um, you know, their, their pat is, well, I saw Steve wrote it before, someone asked a question and he, he answered it and said passion. The passion that they have allows them to reach skill levels unobtainable by the average joe they do they do and right now there is a map being made and if it comes to fruition with equal dear al and there's a chap on twitch and i implore everybody to go and spend a little bit of time 
it's nobody's thing to watch somebody make but this guy's making every building for uh i think it's a a, a place in england called kent the railway stations the lot and every day he spends 12 hours on twitch and he only has one or two viewers and what he's making uh, a day make... map is he yeah it's, it's the chap's called z bad mice z bad mice and can listen you, you, you want to know where chat? you uh... can you type that in chat yeah yeah Yeah, yeah, it's the attack has it there. So now, if you want, you don't want to miss out on this because it's going to be massive at some point. But if somebody's dedicated to my, if they're not putting three or four years into it, for me, it's going to be highly uh, dodgy or oh, highly look, uh, highly lucky that uh, it turns out to be good. But yeah, that guy, it's. Uh, the amount of effort and time and dedication is uh, just uh, make sure you give him a follow on. Uh, I just did. Just watch him. Yeah, make sure you watch him. Just uh, here and there for an hour. Just see his progress and encourage him. Don't let him fail on that because uh, I think it's going to be the first real big inner city type, you know, urban environment that's new modern i think it'd be nice to see how it goes but uh he ain't holding any punches it's it's proper detail he's got a guy in there to scale everything and like i say the railway station alone with all its tracks and uh <clears throat> the platforms and all that and then he's got the street lamps and stuff like that and uh i think he's also doing it in a an apocalyptic style mm -hmm. like you know the walls are smashed and stuff like that and don't quote me on that like i said watch the guy that's the future yeah uh best add-on ever i don't know uh no, save that we'll keep that uh we'll come back to uh the viewer questions i'm just going to add that to the list i've said to people yeah. um just um uh add it yeah add any uh questions they've got um, and I will, um, I'm just adding them in here um, so that when we uh, get to the viewer questions, we'll go through them all together. Um, I will definitely um, do, uh, do what I can to promote that. I'll share this with the uh, podcast guys as well um, so that they can um, let people know because that's the first I've heard of a um, um, a UK-themed map. That's fucking awesome. I'm all for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's uh, quality as well. But like I say, we can't let him fail. He's sat there on his own with one or two viewers. He's pushing along and uh, he just needs some... Well, he doesn't need encouragement. He's doing rather well, but we all know how it goes. We can get a bit insular and a bit... One day we look at it and we go, you know what, bollocks to that. Uh, but we can't let that happen. I don't know the guy personally. I know he comes to my streams and uh, he seems a genuine chap. I like his music. <laughs> So sometimes I'll go there for the music. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, just sharing that with the uh, team now. Um, <clears throat> I know. So they can follow up on it. And yeah, maybe, maybe look at getting him onto the show. 
um that would be fantastic for people to um hear about and yeah yeah you know, if we can get him some promotion i know we don't get get people a lot but you know with what we do um i've had a lot of people say um that you know the little bit of attention that we've thrown out has helped them get more people interested in what they're doing and you know it, it's why yeah, exactly. why the whole 87.8 survivor fm thing exists not about me it's not about um the rest of the host it's about the whole community and you know shining the spotlight on things that a lot of the other people forget to bring attention to yep yep no no just that little bit of encouragement to the adult maker itself is good enough isn't it so uh, yeah what's it good and with that definitely I'm, I'm excited for that a uk based map better be fucking cold and wet <laughs> yeah but anyway so yeah, add on making of me, and uh, I guess around about three years ago, uh, things changed for me dramatically because I was diagnosed with heart disease. Oh, no. Uh, and uh, they said, here I was, what was I, 48, 49, and uh, they said, you need a triple heart bypass, and I went, holy shit. First thing I thought was, well, what am I going to tell my mum? <laughs> I'm forty, yeah, I'm a forty-nine year old, and uh, shows the power of uh, good relations, doesn't it? Not bother about me or anything else. Uh, I didn't even think actually what will I tell my son? Mm -hmm. yeah. What will I tell mum? She might, because she's farming from farming stock. <laughs> she might batter me. Huh? <laughs> the hell have you been doing? Right. Uh, so you get to thinking. You know, now I had the bypass, and luckily I had it in two thousand nineteen. So uh, I guess yeah. I was diagnosed in two thousand eighteen, and it it was what you call elective surgery. Even though I was uh, blocked ninety percent in three of my arteries, uh, and it, to me, it turned the table in many ways. Uh, I was in a stressful job. So I dropped that immediately, got 20 years redundancy because I was lucky enough that they had uh, they had put me uh, in a different position. And I think all that was contributing to why it uh, showed up as uh, bad heart trouble, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, anyway, I got I got what I got and uh, I set myself up a little business and uh, I worked the way I wanted and I yep. got a little bit more time. On the computer. And being, thought, a, being a gardener wouldn't be the best job for someone with um, ticket problems, would it? Well, the thing is, when you have a triple light bypass, you suddenly have more energy than you did when you was uh, probably oh, twenty-one okay. year old. Uh, as long as you manage it, I mean, if you if you go over the edge, then you're fucked. So, let, so uh, let me guess, you're uh, not getting any more Dinos Binos time. Uh, well, no, I'm having to limit that to. Uh, <laughs> Barcelona and places like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's very restricted in the current climate, obviously. Yeah. I haven't been to Barcelona for a while. How are you doing? Hola. I hope she's doing all right. But no, uh, back to a more serious... Uh, and you get to think, I'm on now I'm on life 2.0. The average lifespan of a male is, they reckon, about 48, 49 years without medical intervention of some sort whether that be an aspirin, uh, whatever little op minor operation or diet change, mm -hmm. doesn't matter. The average guy lives till about 48, 49. 
after that you're on borrowed time if you haven't seen a doctor or uh, got yourself your uh, what do you call it cholesterol butter or yogurt drinks or things like that i mean you if you're around about that age and you're getting pins and needles in your back or whew, you bend over and tie your shoes and you get a little shortness of breath doesn't mean you're dying but what it does mean is hey let's just check now we're on the good time this is the time that you always dreamt that you would be doing less and doing those things that you were always going to have time to do just start thinking about that about 48 but end of lecture there i didn't do it i went kebab mad and all that uh in magaluf and all abitha <laughs> that's why i'm and i smoked when i was younger so that's why my heart uh only did 48 years before it needed uh, bypass so i went through that and i came back home and had time to think about what was the greatest hurdles for me as an add-on maker and what were the greatest uh ben you know greatest things that saw me through uh to achieving what i want to achieve and it all boiled down to knowledge and people who shared that knowledge without them and their work it would be nothing there would be nothing there'd be no adult there'd be no daisy no nothing mm -hmm. uh so there and then i set up a discord channel youtube channels uh twitter and i started sharing knowledge and uh, all my files were open source you know, people could download my add-ons, and when they downloaded them, in the folder was the uh, unbinarized code, models, everything. Then I started doing video tutorials, how to do a car, how to do a weapon. And that's how I first became aware of you was um, when I discovered that uh, stuff, the the, the how-to guides. Yeah, yeah, they were detailed and... Uh, the sample and it was very hard at first because the patches kept breaking my uh, tutorials hmm. people were saying hey oh, i've put that shit in here and it's not, it's crashing my computer thing like and they, were, they were just simple memory points where you get into a vehicle and change in a patch and uh it were no longer well my tutorial were no longer uh, correct so it yeah got a, bit, got a bit too dynamic for a hobbyist like me to uh, upkeep that and of course, there's two Not kind of add-on makers. There's those that do it to prove to themselves they can do it and share the knowledge. And those that do it for notoriety and want to be shine and be known as I'm the guy that does that. And I guess you've got a third guy that wants to be paid for it only and doesn't give a shit where this stuff comes from. So you're fighting that. You can imagine I'm giving this stuff out for free. And although I'm not dictating to people that this is more knowledge that I know, and it's a fight, you know, in the world of YouTube, Twitch, etc., you always have to state that you're not the expert. You're merely sharing how you do it. Otherwise, you will get that arsehole come along in the comments. Well, he's only doing this. <laughs> They've never contributed, they've never done it themselves, they've never offered the fact that they know how to do it. But suddenly when you do something, here he comes, you know, Mr. Erie Arsehole, 
in the comments his sole purpose in life is to get limelight off the back of other people's hard work. He thinks one liner can earn him the credibility that the add-on makers spent six or seven months, you know, grinding to get. Uh, so you've got all that and it, it really is hard work. And a couple of times I've just canned it and thought, you know what? Uh, why the fucking hell am I doing this? It's pointless. You get no reward. Because you don't, there, like I said, there are exceptions here. I've got some fantastic supporters. Like I say, on Twitch and on Patreon at the moment, I've got 36 people that are contributing to my uh, new PC fund that it will be. <laughs> so, uh, <clears throat> but in addition to that, people are just so silent. They don't come and say hello. They don't feed back. Uh, and all you get out of it as an add-on maker sharing your knowledge is going on Steam Workshop and seeing your code utilised. I mean, for instance, when I when I opened the, the latest one, I made a zombie and a dog tutorial and I released the open source files. Within a month, there was a new dog and zombie on the Steam Workshop. There was no credit. And I knew when I opened it up where they got the info from and what they'd used. So that's kind of heartbreaking. And then you get people uploading your work under the same name. Uh, so you put in a DMCA. And I don't know if I'm the only person in the world that this happens to, but they wrote back to me and said, hey, that's not your real name and address. I said, no, it's, it's my uh, gamer's name. Well, we need your... I said, so you think I'm going to give my real name and address to an idiot who's willing to upload my work, steal it, and put it on the workshop in my face? What do you think he's going to do? Uh, uh, anyway, I, I asked uh, somebody else and they said, uh, well, they don't give them... I said, I'll tell you for a fact that when somebody put a DMCA against the uh, bloodsuckers, I got sent his name and address. I googled it on maps and looked at his house. I could have phoned him up. I mean, that stupid guy, I don't know if you know the tale, he was on a server and a guy said, oh, Dino's Beano's uploaded your work. He, he uh, put a DMCA in, gave me a tirade of abuse in the uh, messages and I said, look, simply watch this video. Um, and the video was his add-on and my add-on, and they were absolutely worlds apart. Anyway, I never heard from the guy again. I never heard from Steam. But close to uh, a million people thought I was a thief. <laughs> and I have no comeback, no nothing, no sorries, no apologies. And that's the world of an add-on maker for Daisy. It's horrible. It's not nice. We do it for ourselves and others' benefit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, yeah. So I, I I took another decision then. I thought, you know what? People aren't feeding back to me. I'm seeing this work being used and no credit. So I thought I've just set up uh, a Patreon just for, I think it's £2, which is equivalent to about two and a half, three dollars $3. And any er early alphas and all my YouTube uh, tutorials, they can have them. And uh, I thought, 
now I'll get the people that actually want to use my stuff and um, will, they'll thank me in a way, won't they? Yeah. I like uh, that you've done it. I didn't realise you had one, mate. I've just yeah. signed up to it. Um, because Yeah, but guess what happened? What? The first, first month, seven people <laughs> got the role in Discord, <laughs> obviously got linked to all the files and then deleted the pledge. Wow. Before the end of the month. Just two days ago, a guy messaged me on Steam and said, hey, you've got a new police uh, car uh, with working lights and siren. I said, yeah, yeah, it's on Alpha on my Patreon. I think it's about £2. You get early access there. Go and have a look at the code. Fuck, could join me Patreon. <laughs> got the rolling Discord. <laughs> and on the same day, deleted his pledge. <laughs> it's not encouraging at all, is it? You know what I mean? Okay. Oh, yeah. You've got all that, and you're doing this at night. There's no manual. You're working out how to do this yourself. You know, no one's giving it you on a plate, but people are taking it. And if that doesn't stop, something will have to give, won't it? Something will have to give. I think at some point, somebody will see money in what what's happening. It could be a cheap-ass lawyer from New York who messaged you and said, look, I've been watching what's going on here and this is your intellectual property being used here with no credits. Mm. And they're making bank. And and all they will say, you have to do nothing, I'll do the work for you and I'll give you 20% of what I get in court. Nobody ever, ever wants to see that kind of scenario, do they? No. But we all know... In every element of life, it, it happens at some stage and it causes a rot. So it, it isn't for me to stop the rot because I'm just here doing my thing and I'm contributing and I'm giving stuff. And uh, I think people want to be aware. Uh, and, and even those that make videos of other people's content and don't link their content, I think that's pathetic. To me, that's parasitical if they yeah. knowingly do it. Yep, like um, you you look at um, oh god, page new page, um, for the eighty-seven point eight Survivor FM one, um, let me see, uh, I always get lost on this. Comes up the top of the list though, doesn't it? The eight seven eight. As soon as you put it in, it's the top. It's easy to search for, found. It was a good choice of name. It's not common. <laughs> there we go. Uh, so I've got it here. Um, and you know, I, I straight up, I admit there, uh, the daily podcast was the brainchild of me, born from watching originally Barely Infected and Super FT Lol's Altercast. And then you know, I, I, I've shouted out the people who did it before me. Um, these people who just, yeah, it, it, it always disgusts me, these people who, yeah. but when there's money involved, mate, um, people will do anything. And that's something um, I'm fast realising that uh, you know, there's a lot of people out there with no morals or scruples, and if it means them earning oh, a yeah. coin, they'll fucking they'd sell their mother. Yeah, but they're, they're benefiting, aren't they? You know, it's. Uh, I don't really want to get into it. I think I've said about as much as I want to do on that. We all know the facts. We all know it's there. Yeah. 
you know it's i think server owners could do a lot more not to sponsor that kind of shit i really do but i think there's a and uh and you know pressure for service to be at the top of the list in certain third-party launches or whatever i mm -hmm. see that you know they work hard just like we all do and they uh they want rewards yep not always monetary but uh there has to be this playing field and it it needs evening out otherwise you're just going to get the same shit recycled yeah you're not going to get any inventiveness uh well, who are some of the modders who you look up to um, out there in the community, whether they be Daisy or in other games? Who are some of your favourite well, modders? Well, the original tutorial guy was BRSCB, but I can't pronounce his name, uh, for Operation Flashpoint. He did the uh, original tutorial sessions. Yep. Uh, and uh, that's what made me realise, hey, I can do this. And I tried to emulate him. I really do. In uh, in my own, you'll see my shitty blocked. Uh, what is it? Blocked out cars and stuff like that that I make for the tutorial. I just uh, is it B R double S E B or something like that uh, tutorial? I think it was. But it's a long, long time ago. I think uh, the guys over at uh, PMC Wiki took all his tutorials. And uh, hosted them, but yeah, there's him and uh, Colonel Kling. He yeah. did the binarization tool. Uh, I think it was called Bob. Was his game name? <laughs> he did the binarization tools. Binarize it. It was like uh, the old uh, war poster. Your country needs you. Mm -hmm. The finger pointing. I'll never forget it. You can get all this stuff at the uh, web archives, can't you? I sometimes go there and look at the old pages. Yep. Back in the... Uh, Way back machine. That's the one, yeah. yeah. Uh, Offpec, uh, O-F-P-E-C, was the uh, main hub for the uh, information for Operation Flashpoint. And over the years, I've worked with lots of people. Bad Benson, he did the uh, jumping over the wall stuff for uh, armor. It looks exactly like the Daisy one. So I don't know if he went working or contributed to the Daisy one, but it's it's uh, remarkably similar. But yeah, uh, that's the channel where you'll get information. I think on there they did the off uh, Xbox Elite because I often wonder. People are on about add-ons, uh, and if you go on that forums and press look at Xbox Elite, you'll see back then they used to uh, mod for the Xbox. I often wonder if those people could help out. Should be down, let's scroll down a bit. And, uh... Yeah, Elite General is further up, where is it? Yeah, elite editing general. So that's Xbox. So it's possible mm -hmm. to modify the old X. I mean, that's the old old Xbox. So you never know. It's like 2018. Yeah, those guys did it. It's up to the younguns to do their modern consoles now, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. 
delete on the 360. That's 2008. That's a while ago, isn't it? So essentially, that was uh, Operation Flashpoint, the grandfather of uh, Armed Assault and DayZ, as it stands now, being ported over to uh, Xbox. The old Xbox One, I think. Oh, jeez, I remember that. Yeah. Like I say, adding houses, stuff like they were talking about it then, but those guys did it. So what programs I mean, do you use for uh, modding? Just Notepad++, plus plus, that's all you need. Really? Don't get into any fancy tools, third-party stuff. I use uh, Bohemia tools, of course. But yeah, I think, look, I'll put modding into an easy concept as I can. Basically, everything's in there. It's all on this, let's say, with this virtual disk. Everything you need is there. All you have to do is repurpose that to what you want. So, it's like the infected now are bore the arse off me absolutely grind on my every time i hear one and i thought to myself the other day what is the simplest way of just changing them up without making a big song and dance and i thought well what if i make the voices deeper just a little change i'm not a, I'm, 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 i was like... never a fan of the change to the the new audio i even preferred the old audio from 0.62 yeah it was good watching oh, all just... those people playing 0.62 and hearing the old sounds i just I don't know. Maybe it's um, rose-coloured glasses, but yeah. No, I don't. I don't think it is. I think they've got too boring too quick. Or, or maybe we're all binge watching Twitch and playing, and we're yeah. all guilty of seeing too much. I don't know, but the double-handed scratch manoeuvre. The I no, for me personally, and I, I get that others. Are concentrated on looting, so they 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 only really mess with the zombies on occasions, or they run away. They don't stand around to hear the noises. I get that, but for me, I start and restart the game several times an hour, and on the seventh time, in the seventh hour, it pisses you off. So all I did, I just got my favourite audio program, Goldwave. It costs $10 a year. can change all the sounds in a, a back in a, a click of an eye. I thought, I'll just knock them all down one octave. It took me 30, well, let's say five minutes for that to happen. 30 seconds to change the config. I loaded it up. The next thing I know, the zombies are all different. I thought, well, what if I change the female zombies to a higher pitch? the soldier zombies to do down and mix it up even more before i knew it within three hours i had a new game uh but yeah going back to what i was saying it's easy to just achieve your goals in this kind of arena because everything's there you don't need to bring anything to the party but it's still a very daunting thing for a lot of people to um get into to start with um, yes, you know, it, yes. It scares them. Like me, I I struggled with um, just managing, you know, JSONs and um, the XML files for the game and stuff like that. Um, that yeah. you know, that was uh, did my head in. Um, then you know, you look at what you guys and girls are doing um, with the 
you know, just even like I, I finally um, jumped onto the uh, Daisy Down Under server um, because when I heard about the spiders one, I actually messaged Spud and I said, you need to add spiders to the server and not tell anyone. Um, and yeah, I, saw I didn't, wasn't sure if he'd done it. I didn't want to check it. Um, I jumped into the server and then I ran into someone and they told me that there were spiders on the server and that they're near the castles. And I saw one of the castles in the distance and I, do I go? And I got close to it and then I could hear the little skittering noises they were making. It was like, oh, fuck. and then one of them came at me. And I've got to say, mate, the animations are outstanding. Talk us through that. Well, like, did was Mario involved in that at all? No, no, no. I, I, I've never spoken with Mario. I don't know uh, about him or anything. I think he hangs around with a, a, a crew of expansion and stuff. I'm not sure, but no, I, I, I don't. Uh, there's certain people keep themselves to themselves. I don't hear from them. I, I see what they do on Daisy Workshop, and uh, that's how it goes. Unfortunately, I think I'm hoping one day, boy, he'll invite us all and do a, a modest workshop in Prague or something. Would love to there. see that. Would love to see that. Finally, yeah, finally meet each other and uh, swap notes. But yeah, I think they, uh, they need to do that before they do a content creator get together. Invite modders yeah, from yeah. all around the world and put them up for a few days. Well, think, and um, they did a Twitter group get together. I was a bit like, uh, "Wow, can't be long before they do the uh, content makers." Then, but yeah, it never happened. But I think they had a few swaps around with their uh, media guys. Didn't they? So anyway, just not crucial to the uh, world mm. of Daisy, but it'd be nice. So how did you get uh, into yeah, doing when... the animations? Well, you're going to be surprised. I don't. And here's the thing. I make these things live on uh, Twitch. And we talk them through, and then suddenly I'll have a burst of an eye. I said, you know what? Why don't I take the wolves, <laughs> get a spider. Why don't I make its front two legs on the left move when the wolf's one leg on the left moves and the right and and so on and the back leg and the left and the right and so forth so live on stream <laughs> I, I i carry this out and then mm -hmm. we, we go into game go fucking hell what has what has just happened and for the first time in a long time a miracle happened the spider appears approaches me and its front two legs flip up in the air like they, you know when you put your fingers near a spider yeah front two legs fly up in the air i'm thinking have i been had here is somebody hacking me because all i've done is I've, well what i do is i have uh the skeleton of the wolf well a dog from armor 2 and the wolf which I get its bones from the text files. It's called uh, the animation XML. It tells you what, what bones the wolf consists of. And I play around and I end up with the skeleton. Then I go in Blender and I take the spider uh, model and I take the wolf model, or the dog in model in my case, and I carry all the weights of the model from the dog over to the spider. So essentially, everything on the spider now matches what's on the wolf, but it's a different shape. 
So, like I said, we go we load it up in game. This bloody spider flips its front legs up at me and jumps at me for a bite. Well, we hadn't organised this. We hadn't coded it. It's an absolute miracle. And what happened was, <laughs> this wolf, it has uh, ears uh, designated as an animation. And unbeknown to me, the front legs of the spider have took on the weight of the ears. So when the wolf's approaching you, its ears flip back. Or when the spider approached me, its front legs flip back because they were nominated to be ears as well as legs. So, yeah, it, it was... If I would have tried to have done that, it would have took me months. But here's this <laughs> fluke. Absolute fluke. And uh, they are a little bit suspect. Yeah, and they, as well, long as... But they, they do the job, mate. Yeah, it's the same with the dinosaurs, the little raptors. And uh, if you can close one eye and just tweak it a little bit, you can have a good time. Yeah. If you can't, you're going to sit there laughing and uh, you'll equally have a good time. What I don't like is when people go on YouTube and put their editings. Oh, look at this. It's all twisted here. You know, if you're that busy in game that you've got time to fuck about like that, you should be running from it because you've got lo looted up. You're about to lose everything you own. You're not going to turn around and say, oh, look, there's a kink in its tail of about 20 centimetres, are you? Hey, why, why do them people live to do that? Is that? It must be depressing for them, surely. You know, we could all do that every day, but we'd not have a smile on his face, would we? Just uh, crack on and play the game. We'll come, I say? we'll come back to that question, Town Guard. Um, you're doing viewer questions um, to, uh, in a bit. Um, okay, so what different texturing and art programs do you use? So obviously, you've, you know, we've worked out how to make the spider um, work in game. Then you've got to you know, create yeah, the texture. model. How did you, how did you go about doing that? Well, most of the models I get, I get from Sketchfab, uh, and they're all credited, and when I do the streams, I show the page. Uh, how I manipulate them, I, I use Blender. Uh, texture, I use GIMP software, or if it's really uh, worth it, I'll use that Substance Painter. So this is uh, Sketchfab? Yeah. Yeah, sketch Fabio. So if you put spider in there somewhere, it's uh, I can get you the link or it's in the readme. I'm just sharing this because this is the first time I've gone yeah, to yeah. see no, no, with yeah. uh, folks, and I'm imagining some of the viewers are interested in this stuff as well. Um, yeah, well, if you put apocalypse in the uh, 3D models, <clears throat> you'll get some interesting uh, models pop up. What you're looking for is uh, downloadable. Uh, you see the kind of vehicles and stuff like that. You see all those groups of vehicles, Mad Max style stuff. So I genuinely have a browse through this. You've got a full scene there, nice little shanty house shack. Nice gun there. But yeah, essentially all this could be put in DayZ mm -hmm. on a map or in the game. All you're doing is swapping like for like. All you need to know is what bit is called what. 
and I have the uh, videos, models that are open for people to look at. Yeah, I don't know what you're loading. But... So you can see it says triangles 490. You're looking for a, around 32 maximum. So you can split the model. It doesn't matter that it's 490, but it will uh, create some FPS problems when it's... if you. Oh, wow. So that scene, you could do it, yeah. So you could get that in Daisy. It'd take you quite a while, you know, you have to be dedicated, split it up. But it'd have to be for a small little mission, wouldn't it? <laughs> it's uh, polygon-wise. You wouldn't use them trees, you'd use Daisy original trees. Same with the grass. I put one in the other day just to do some tests. It was a real nice uh, scene. Buildings to get buildings in, it's, it's very easy. Doing the geometry collision so you can't walk through the walls is the hard part. Mm -hmm. But you'd have to dedicate three or four, maybe five weeks of your life to uh, finalize that in game properly to, and then put it on Steam Workshop. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I think that's uh, Arkansas's railway there, is it? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's awesome to see. And, and what were the other things you mentioned? GIF? Uh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to type GIMP into a fucking search bar. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. God knows yeah. what will come up, yeah. I almost fucked up, no. but yeah. <laughs> I've heard of that. Um... Well, you only get a mask on Amazon, don't it? Yeah. Be all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, GIMP Photoshop type, type software. GIMP editing software. Yep. Get you, but, uh, but yeah. No, no. Or there's lots of Bohemia samples mm -hmm. uh, on the Bohemia GitHub. You can get like uh, a building sample, ladders, character sample, things like that uh, on the Bohemia GitHub. I think Misk Master was there. You go, Daisy samples. Well, I'm just going to mute for a moment while I get a coffee. Be right yep, back. I'll, I'll just grab a drink as well. If anyone wants to grab a drink, now's the time. We'll be right back.
and I'm back. Got myself a chocolate as well to snack on. Mike? Yes, I am. Yeah, so that's the samples page, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Quite a comprehensive starting guide. Like I say, I would advise people just to play around because the beauty of loading the add-ons is means it loads as an extension to not interfering with the vanilla all you break in is the thing itself that you're loading you know there is a way to alter vanilla but you don't want to get into that right away well maybe you do i know i did obviously but uh, not everybody does so if you look at mods that change vanilla they simply had a little note called a prefix, which fills the game into thinking your version of Chernus is the real thing, or your sounds are the real thing, and it's your yep. sound that will load. So, and I have a pack, like for instance, for Halloween, I change all the zombies to like pumpkin heads and uh, predator and things like that. And it's quite simple. You, uh, I have a file that changes all the hatchback into my Mustang add-on. Yep. Quite simple. You're not you're not playing or you're not altering vanilla files. You're not breaking any laws. It's a real easy way to do it and get into it. And uh, what you're trying to do, create your version of Daisy that you think would be best for you, and, and then share yeah, it. Whoever you play with. So what's yeah, the biggest yeah. issue modding um, with BI games, specifically Daisy? Uh, well, the biggest issue at the moment is uh, it's becoming more than a hobbyist uh, 
thing to do. It's becoming more and more complex, and uh, you need to dedicate a hell of a lot of time. Yep. Once over, you could spend a weekend messing, you know, writing a few files, and you'd get a result. Uh, but these days, you, you've got to be very dedicated and give up a lot of spare time. Uh, and the other side of it is, in Armour 3, there were guys that, like Spooner who built uh, foundations for modders to stack up their code so it wouldn't uh, rob the other add-on of its uh, element, if you know what I mean. I think in Armour 3 it was called Event Handlers. So when a game started and the unit was loaded, there were certain things would happen when this unit was hit by a bullet, for example. Mm -hmm. But but if four add-on makers wanted to do some something to that unit when it was hit by a bullet, then only the last one loaded would happen. So they created a I think Spooner created a, a thing a building block system called. CBS or something like that, uh, and uh, the equivalent in Daisy has it, but it's like everything else. There will be a dominant force in Adam making scene, and if that dominant force dictates what goes into those very necessarily little add-ons, then it doesn't work right. It it uh, it cocks up, so to speak. I think uh, Ace was the Armour 3 powerful mod and it took over CBS and whatever Ace wanted CBS to do in the end was happening, not the little guy. So that can be a danger. So I think things like that, Bohemia should give the vanilla game that element so it automatically does it. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of add-ons rely, put it as a required add-on but it doesn't even need it because it's not stacking any code, but it, but it just uses it anyway in its required add-ons. So I think uh, a, a community person from Bohemia for add-on making to liaise all this stuff, not from the community, because all you find is it's the guy who wants the notoriety that, that takes that position and he has his favourites, and we go back to that elitism. You can't run off elitism at that level, it can't. It just makes things a lot easier. There are other bigger significant problems to modding Daisy, like I say, which is uh, a feedback. Players don't feed back enough to uh, add on makers. Yes, what do. do you like about it? Yes, they do. They get onto Steam and they say, fix yeah. your fucking mod. What more do you expect oh, yeah, from Dean? I have a gift. I have a gift for that. <laughs> I run it on my stream. <laughs> Pick yeah. your fucking add-on. Uh, no. Uh, can I repack it? Why? I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. This one's doing it. I get, I get the repack. But there again, that's another thing. Some servers will, or individuals will come to my Discord. Can I incorporate your add-on into my add-on? Well, that's not repacking. I know what they're trying to do. They're trying to get permission to strip my add-on and, and put it in their own and then put it on Steam Workshop. 
I keep telling them to repack means take the PBO, put it in your server folder, and put it on Steam. Not, not undo my PBO. <laughs> take my models and code, put it in your fucking add-on, and upload the PBO in your name. Got to be careful. But yeah, biggest threat to add-on making is thieves. Yeah. Uh the fact that it's very complex. Or getting more complex, I should say. And also lack of feedback. I think I have uh, some uh, add-ons with several hundred thousand downloads. And people never ever said anything about it. What's the best uh, part of modding? Uh, the feedback. When you get it. You know, uh, and the video sometimes. I, I love uh, sh showcase videos when they link your fucking add-on. <laughs> Those that don't just parasite, in my opinion. <laughs> when, uh, I think, what is it called? Sci Syndicate in Armour 3. He used to do some lovely uh, showcase. I used to have some weird uh, add-ons. And uh, the horses, in their early days, much like they are now in DayZ, there were actually vehicles that you got in, sat in, started the engine, and they had these absolutely <laughs> abysmal animations. Yeah. But they were funny. And I saw one or two videos in Armour 2, Armour 3, and Daisy, <laughs> where people just got on these things, and fucking, just like radiators on the head. And, oh. the one and just wrote, the one just wrote in chat, um, horse mod when? Yeah, when uh, he gets off his ass and does his, uh, has he finished his school studies yet? <laughs> when you can send me, he sends me the code how to control the uh, the third party, uh, the horse. I, I can get on the horse, I can sit on the horse, but I can't control it yet. So I would say maybe this winter, I'm hoping. Yeah. I do love the, um, when I see you guys um, working together. Um, you know, it, it's it's. Um, I I I know there's probably little clicks and all the rest of it, but for the most part, oh, yeah. you know, what I see um, in you know my little sphere is people who generally um, genuinely like working and helping each other out. You know, you've all got a love for it. There's a few outliers, you know, Nightwolf and people like that, um, but for the most part. You know, it's great seeing people, you know, giving advice and just helping people. It's it's awesome to see. Yeah, I think uh, the whole series has seen that. They're, like you said, they're, I think less and less so these days because there's a lot of money in it. Uh, uh, there's a lot of, uh, I don't know, I did it first mentality kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, which is acceptable, I think. Uh, the old I did it first. As long as it's not overzealously protected. Mm. I did it first, now you'll have to find out how I did it. It's not what I'm talking about. I did it first, now here, this is how I did it, is the way to go, I think. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you always get elements of assholes. Like I said, I think I said in the beginning, there's those that do it for themselves and then share what they've done. 
as those that help others but they want their name in the bottom right hand corner or else there's a different kind of help and uh, I see it eh? lots of people see it. I chat amongst other add-on makers and we we talk about the ones we know not that one but the one <laughs> we talk about people uh, the cheap makers who are, are now add-on makers it's you know you wouldn't believe who used to make the cheats but now makes add-on makers oh i know a few of them i know a few you of know. them and yeah, yeah. I, I don't yeah. i don't have anything against them it's you know it's like malicious. you're the same age as me mate i remember going um down to the local bloody um news agents and buying the latest edition of you know cheat codes fucking magazine and racing home <laughs> yeah. to type into my fucking um, you know, Xbox yeah, or up PlayStation. Down, left, right. yeah, up, down, up, down, left, <laughs> right, left, right, and fucking all the rest of it. That's right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's a lot of them, you know, they've just, they've, it, it was experimentation. You know, young kids, they yeah. like to push the envelope and break rules. And, you know, that old saying of rules are there to be broken. Um, you know, there's obviously a limit. There's people who push it too far. Um, but yeah. for the most part, most of them, yeah, it was just a, a phase they went through. You know, they, they probably might yeah. still dabble in it, but... Well, I, I'll bet you some bloody good add-ons have come out of it. I mean, I don't want to brush aside the negatives. There are negatives, and that's the end users being assholes with it, you know. There's a difference between a cheat that allows somebody extra bullets on a public server mm -hmm. and a DDoS attack on a, a, a well... Founded popular, uh, yeah. a popular server. Yep. Uh, I don't agree with people making videos and chastising them and baiting them. I don't think that helps, personally. Uh, each to their own. But my personal view is, if you're going to shake a hornet's nest, you're going to get stung at some point. Yeah, look, um, I, know, I know you talk about Anarchy's um, videos there. Um, and, yeah, look, it's content that he enjoys making. Um, I personally... I'm not a fan of them either. Um, I've watched a couple of them. They're, they're kind of funny. You know, he's got a very engaging voice and he does funny stuff to them, but I just think it's, you know, I think there's people out there who actively go and uh, jump on those servers and cheat so that they can turn around to their, you know, 12 and 13 and 14 year old buddies and say, hey, did you see me in the last um, Anarchy video? Yeah, that was me. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I think those people on that server should be allowed to play and the cheat shouldn't be on there. Hmm. Uh, you know, like I said, I watched a couple, and uh, I, I watched one, and uh, it didn't. It wasn't evident to me that the guy that they were chasing were cheats, and uh, I think they knew it too. And uh, for me, I think that was around about the point when he started getting trouble, or the server was getting trouble. I don't know the ins and outs of it. I didn't follow it, but I had seen a few videos, and I commented on my own Discord and said exactly that: if you shake a hoe in its nest, you get stung. Yeah. You know, if you leave it alone, it'll calm down and go away. You know, if, but if you're going to shake it, you, you you know, it can't be a part of this. You, you know, anyway, but uh, somebody berated me for that. And I just thought, wow. Yeah. What can you do? That's your opinion. This is my opinion. Now, on to something positive. What was working with the great man, Frankie, on PC like? You know, I wish I could put it like that. I wish I could uh, be associated. Uh, the guy's just a miracle worker, in my opinion. I, I, let me put 
it into perspective. I didn't know the guy. Never watched his videos. Yep. I I had heard of him. Uh, Sadder players contact me and said, "Look, Frankie's seen one of your add-ons. He'd like to use it in a video. Do you want to chat?" We hooked up. Uh, I made him a couple of add-ons, and I, I think I've made him uh, eight, nine, ten, maybe eleven or more. Uh, what's it like working? I'm not associated with the movies. What I will tell you is. I made him certain things and I find it unrecognisable when I see it in those films. What that guy does with what I give him is amazing. Yep. And uh, I don't really want to comment much because I don't know where he's at at the moment, what he's doing. I heard he was going to drop the daisy. I put my point of view across where I'm in appropriate place, uh, hoping that that is not the case. Uh, like I said at the time, I'm one of the millions that have watched the DayZ now, you know, the modern DayZ. Mm -hmm. I'm not one of the three or 400,000 that have watched the AAA videos, trying to voice over that they are important. <laughs> so that that's where I left it at that, and I'm hoping that uh, he does carry on. But yeah, like everybody else uh, who likes his stuff, when you look at the mouse and the setup, I mean, anybody can do that. It's not within the bounds of, you know, anybody. Uh, uh, sorry, it's within the bounds of everybody that they can set it up like that. Not everybody will have the PC to enter that road scene and uh, still be able to play it, I'm sure. Mm. But yeah, I, I, I'm only in, I'm in awe of the guy, of what he can do with what he's provided with. Uh, I know he writes the storyboards and things like that. And ugh. really, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I was a bit bemused with his uh, comment um, about you know with the um, uh, about the Daisy videos and that it's not going to be possible without sponsors and that. Um, and it just made me think he must be going to yeah. a level that most people don't. With uh, yes, yeah, we all know now that he's uh, content scripted. Um, <clears throat> And, you know, some people don't like that sort of content, but let's face it, you know, um, the guy was re really responsible for a lot of the blow-up of DayZ, um, just the amazing videos he was making back in the Armour 2 days and then the early standalone days. Um, you know, and, and yes, they were stories, uh, but it was amazing stuff, you know. So nearly everyone yeah. from those days, look, you look back and you know, I can still remember the tune and hearing the voice and Sada and... Whoever else, you know, Jack Prags and uh, they. Yeah, well, like I say, I, I wasn't privy to all that at the time. I had my head buried elsewhere in uh, good old Flashpoint, probably, or yep. I'm, <laughs> I'm a one. Uh, I watched Sadder, but yeah, uh, I think one of the videos they did recently with the hang glider, I. It's probably one of my favorite videos of all time. It's not his most watched recent video either and uh he has a discord there where people can approach you i'm sure and uh put their side across i'm not sure reddit is the best place to do it but like i say he has his own discord uh, i think he advertises it on youtube mm -hmm. but yeah no i'm i'm just in all the guy of the professionalism you know people every day approach me to make them something and sometimes I just I gasp as, what the hell are they talking about? What is it you want? <laughs> Anytime Frankie wanted something, by the time I got to the bottom of his request, I knew exactly what he wanted. 
yep. what it looked like, what it should do. Yep. Uh, and if it didn't do it, back came an explanation as to what 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 the changes were needed. And uh, I guess that's why he gets things done. He's just a professional. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he uh, communicates that way too. I know lots of other people work with him. Like I say, I don't get involved in that. I could have done. I think there's an option to become part of the films and that, but uh, it's not for me. <laughs> I'll stick to mod making. But yeah, it's great, and it's fantastic to see your, your work be viewed by millions of people. Oh, it must be, mate. It must be just so gratifying yeah. you know, to be involved in yeah. you know, something that, you know, you ask most people who's the number one um, uh, Daisy content creator of all time is in the majority. I, I got to say, Frankie. Um, you know. Yeah. Well, I know that now. Like I said, I had no idea that uh, I'd heard of him. God, I'm not that an age, but I'd seen the Battlefield videos. I think more than anything. I think my son was of an age at the time where he was watching, and then uh, I'd say. I, I knew it was a big concern when Sadr asked me. But what I didn't realise is when he stood in the mouse and he's on top of that building and that plane goes past, and I thought to myself, I made that. It was, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a powerful smile on my face when I saw it. You know, yep. it's, it's, he said, and it was just ironic with his line, I think it was something like, oh, they're quite lucky to see that. The thing I loved as well was, uh, you know, getting back to what you were talking about before, at the um, at the end of his video, um, it's almost like movie-level production quality. He gave credits to everyone involved, and you were in there. Exactly. Um, and exactly. it's just amazing to see someone do something like that. You know, most people who do a YouTube video, um, they don't you – know, I've been guilty of this uh, myself, um, no. you know, because no. it's a lot of work, but – they don't mention the mods that are on the server that they're playing. Some of them don't even mention the server they're playing. Um, you know, they're, uh-huh. they're just creating the content for themselves for their, you know, to gain an audience and generate ad revenue or donations and all the rest of it. They're not giving back to all the amount of wonderful people who have helped create that you know, custom server that they're playing on um, in most cases. Yeah, there's some that's done on vanilla. Um, but, yeah, yes, it, it was great seeing... That, that those credits on those videos and just looking through it and seeing names I recognised and yeah yeah exactly that and I think that's a, a lesson for uh, others that uh, that aren't aware I see them putting all their links in uh, their videos for themselves some of them uh, but they don't take time to think well who made the stuff that I'm showing. Uh, it does affect the shelf life of the content maker. I think people do begin to realise, hey, look, this guy isn't making all these things himself. You know, he's filming himself playing a game that's been heavily modded, yet he doesn't mention the uh, how, you know, the workforce and who did what. <laughs> and I, I think then people... Fortunately for Daisy, the main guy... Uh, Running man's is he, a credit to the community because he does, and he does when he makes a video and things like that. He does. Uh, well, I've, I personally have noticed that he does link my stuff, and uh, full credit to him. There you are, right I, at the top, uh, there, often, mate, Dinos. Yeah, 
I better watch the stream again. Does it keep going off or do I knock it off? Let's have a look. I, I turn it off when um, I don't have anything to show. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Wasn't the other guy was on here the other day, wasn't it? Sergeant Cuddles, is that? No. Sergeant Savage. Is that the same? Savage, yeah. I, was, I should have uh, caught more of that, but yeah. Yeah, he did. Did he? He's just done the Vietnam. I know it's not the same guy in this. Yeah, one, no, no, no. Uh, Sergeant Savage did the Operation Prairie Fire one. Yes, you are correct. Yeah, yeah, amazing. But yeah, it's uh, it was a pleasure. I'm not sure how many more there'll be, but uh, we'll see. But, uh, I hope to see Sada back streaming as well. I do miss him. It's quite a funny chap. I'm I'm a big fan of Sada. Um, I think he is the best friend a person could ever ask for, um, because yeah, you know, I've I've been and lurked in his um stream a number of times, even watched some of his videos when he's done them, and the amount of people who go in there and they ask one question: Where is Frankie? Where is Frankie? Um, and <laughs> I don't think I ever saw him snap. He'd always you know just yeah, Frankie will be back when Frankie's ready, and all the rest of it, and. Yeah, a lesser person would have said, fuck Frankie. <laughs> I hate the fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Well, I think they were streamed together the other day. I went in there yeah. and asked uh, where Sada was. <laughs> That's Just funny. Crack. That's funny. Where's Sada? But yeah, uh, there are other content makers and they're very good, like I say. I like uh, Sarah Moore. I like him. He, he shares, you know, uh, and he... Uh, he sent a lot of people over to my stream while I was making the Raptors. Army Shed, another fine, outstanding. Uh, yep. Happy Bombs. Who, Happy Bombs uh, is another one. Not. I don't know Happy Bombs. I've heard the name. Yeah. This guy running uh, a lot of the really cool events of late. Um, Queens of the ah, Castle yeah, yeah. and stuff cool. like that. He's got. Ah, that was a good zero day Z service. Yeah, I loved that uh, yeah. Queens event. <laughs> That was great. That and, was uh, really great. I think it was on your channel when they showed the tactic of the guy who made the video on YouTube. And they, yeah, they my mate Vigilante Gamer. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Loved it. Yeah. Great content. Are there any titles coming yeah. up that you're looking forward to, mate? Any games coming up that, you know, you're looking forward to? I'm going to be boring as hell and say I, I, I'm dreaming of the next Armour title. Uh, I think everyone is, mate. Even I I just mean, can't I've never see really it. played the armor titles, um, but I'm really excited. After seeing that Infusion Engine video, I'm really excited to see, oh, yeah. you know, not just the game, but you know what you guys and girls in the modding community are going to be able to do with the new engine. And yeah, well, for me, I think it's time for me to retire and start playing the game. Uh, <laughs> I think I started off uh, retired. Never retired. You have to have a look in the files, don't you? But uh, when I started off here, I was talking about Operation Flashpoint. My dream is I can play that mission again with uh, all along the Watchtower plane. We're in the Chinook. We're going to go to Malden or whichever terrain it was. I forget. It's probably Malden. Uh, we're on that very steep cliff. We've loaded up. We get dropped off. And the AI are coming up the cliff and 15, 16 of us are uh, fighting the uh, AI. Wow, getting loved it. But yeah, imagine that. In uh, 2022 graphics. 
Will oh it, yeah. Will it be better? Will it be better with better graphics? I don't know. Like I said, Operation Flashpoint for me shouldn't really have been able to do what it did, and that was the thrill. Uh, anyway, on a positive note, yeah, I think it will be, <laughs> and I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, also, there was in the game in the making. Oh man, I think it went on its arse like many. I think uh, people who've modded Operation Flashpoint over the years have gone on to make other games, haven't they? Like PUBG. Mm -hmm. and, uh, it's done very well. It's created a lot of uh, good, good people. Now, we've got some viewer questions that have popped up um, through the stream. The first one is from It's the Attack. So where does the creativity come from or the inspiration to start a new mod? It's, it's, it's absolutely spontaneous. And it's, it's, it's years of being in the game on your own, looking around, you notice all the detail of what's missing. And for me, like I say, it's ambience. Mm -hmm. What would make me feel not alone in this game? Uh, hence why I'm always messing about making animals, I guess. Cars, I make them to get around Chernerus because it's boring. <laughs> it's a big old place. Yep. Uh, we love it, Dean. Of course we do. Uh, but if you've got a different sound and a different thing to look at whilst you're travelling... Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's the inspiration is from the fact that uh, I play it so bloody much on my own. I need other things to inspire me in the game. It's, uh, it's create your own little world, don't you? Yep. Uh, question from Nixus: What is the biggest roadblock or challenge you have run into when working on your mods? And if you overcame it, how did you? How did that feel? How did you work through it? I I'm not a coder by any way, shape, or means, and then suddenly, post, was it 0.63 or 1.0, I can't remember, this uh, .c came in. So this is coding language. I'm used to proprietary SQF and uh, BASIC from Bohemia Games. Now I've got to be a professional. <laughs> and, uh, wow, it's a... Uh, it's violent because it compiles. And what that means is it's not going to tell you you've done bad code when you get in game and you, you hit something with an hammer and it says, oh, cannot compute. It doesn't even let you uh, pack it up sometimes or it doesn't let you start the game. So it's frustrating. So I had to learn a lot about that in the last 12, 13, 18 months. But yeah, now, how now, did what, I do what, it? What, I just... is, what is dot .c? It's the language code that okay. that it uses, isn't it? It's uh, the files are called .c, so I'm using. I'm assuming the code is got a C. Uh, there's C plus plus, there's C sharp or something, and all that. Yeah, I've heard C plus plus mentioned before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like I say, I'm not a coder. Maybe my son would answer these better than me. Steve will probably sort us out in chat. He's just typed nah yeah. um, in there, so he'll probably correct us on what it is. But yeah, I've heard him talk about C yeah. and other things. And honestly, yeah. uh, my eyes start to glaze over when they start, when modders start going into detail about stuff. He said it's very similar. Well, knowing me, 
Normally with Bohemian, it's a bastardized version of uh, <laughs> Windows language. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, whatever it is, it certainly ain't SQF. And I'd only just uh, learned that in Arma 3. Because uh, it's their own the custom language, is... uh, very close to Microsoft C hashtag, whatever, yeah. C hash, oh, whatever, the, yeah. whatever that means. Yeah, this C sharp stuff or whatever. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's uh, anyway, cheers, Steve, for the insight. But once you learn that, and then you've got to learn about this server versus client shit. So, do you execute the code on the server or do you execute it on the client? If, do you need to do it on both? <laughs> so it's crazy. It's becoming a full time job. Uh, it's not. It's not that intense, but you can understand that. Uh, yeah. So, somebody like myself who's not a coder but knows a little bit, it's not too bad. But for somebody just stepping straight into it, it's going to be a nightmare at first. Now, Killswitch asks: Any plans of adding different spiders to the mod? Uh, I've I've just released a beta that allows people to retexture them with a simple config, override config. Uh, <clears throat> I've uh, introduced the Mama Spider, which is three times bigger than the other ones. Oh, fuck you. Oh, she's a big bitch, so I'm going to deepen the voice on that one. Uh, Do they envenom always... Can they envenom envenomate you? I'm not even sure if that's possible. Not yet, but, not yet, but they will do, because I want them to... Do you know when the zombies hit you and you get infected. Yep. I want I want to mirror that but in a poisonous type way. So Okay. That is the that is the uh, the ultimate plan for them, yeah, is to be venomous in a bite. And uh, an antidote to be built up of uh fauna, you know, a local flora, sorry. <laughs> Garden. Okay. It's, uh yeah, local flora to be uh, harvested and concoct with your port uh messed Pestle and mortar, create your own little uh, antidotes. But yeah, yeah, it should be fun eventually. It'll take a while. That's where they're going. Now, Town Guard, when we were talking about um, what you did with the uh, spiders um, using the wolf and that, he said, do you think you could no. do the same with zombies? There's already an animation for them running along the ground, just talking about diversity of enemies and stuff. Same concept applies, maybe? Well, yeah. Uh, in fact, this week I've started uh, looking at AI and infected. And what I've done is because I'm completely new to it, thought to myself, what is going to be the easiest way for me to learn about the AI? And I thought, well, what is the simplest AI? It's the chicken. So I've looked in the chicken files. It's got a small number of animations that it carries out. I've looked at the uh it's called a, an uh a sync table that tells the engine what these commands point to which files and it plays on the chicken what i don't know quite yet is where the finite state machine is that tells it to play these etc anyway so what i did was i got a female zombie or infected and i told the game that she was a chicken so i swapped out certain file links and now 
after lots of trials and tribulation, I've got a female going around pretending to be a chicken. Have you got <laughs> Have you got any footage of this? Uh, I'm not sure that I have, but I, I'll make some certainly. I would love to see that. I would love to see that. I think uh, maybe on the Twitch thing, but yeah. Uh, so the next logical step for me was how about making a male infected a wolf? And how about I make a custom male that's one of these punk rocker type Mad Max things, spikier, and they come in threes and they hunt you rather than the infected now that just piss about in town like they've had one too many uh, groaning around town you know what i mean so that's where i'm at so i'm now swapping out uh, wolf animation files for infected trying to find the equivalent of uh you know when when the engine tells the wolf to run i want it to play a zombie running not a wolf running so i'm having fun with that this week and i'll continue next week uh, so I want gangs of zombies hunting you from afar and out. And a bit like Lost Boys when they used to shout out. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's where that's at at the minute, which is fun. Oh, there he is. Yeah, did you find the chicken one here? <laughs> what is the easiest way to look into it? What is the easiest thing to view and understand? Fino's Fino. I'm just going to give you a little insight into what I get up to on my streams. Yeah, in fact, that's a and good explanation. Of, uh... So I had an idea about uh, creating some different infected, but I had no idea how they operate and what makes them tick. So I asked myself, what is the easiest way to look into it? What is the She's easiest a chicken. thing to view and understand? I thought about the chicken. So I looked at the chicken and I followed it in a logical pattern from its spine. Defined and such, and I turned an infected into a chicken. How did I do that? So that dinner's been cold. It's just a process of uh, messing about. Here we see the Okay. Oh yeah, this is an, expl an explanation in uh, where I'm swapping out the files. But yeah, link that video. I think I already sent that out. Didn't I? Yeah, you did. You did. Yeah, what makes me tick to that? That's awesome. Yeah, so that's on his YouTube channel, folks. Um, I'll uh, share a link for that in a sec. Uh, but yeah, you've already got the link. Um, uh, the one shared it um, just up there. So yeah. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll post that over on YouTube as well for you, uh, YouTube viewers. Um, yeah, and I think uh, that video is or the whole ethos of how I operate. I see mm -hmm. something, I want to change it. Well, if you've got vanilla, change the vanilla. Everything's there. You don't need to make animation. It's going to be bloody good when we do. The uh, things, it's going to be endless what we can do once we can animate. Absolutely amazing. But I'm looking forward to it. That's awesome. Um, okay. Uh, who else did we have? 
Um, Nick says again, um, do you ever find it hard to network or find positive and productive relationships with other modders? Don't know if you re if you relate, but oftentimes it can feel lonely as a modder in DayZ. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's self-imposed a lot of it, of course. That's what modders are. We're insular bastards who don't uh, socialize. <laughs> I'm going to speculate here. I, I wonder if part of it as well is, now you talked before about how um, you had someone uh, join your Patreon just to get access to the files and then unsubscribe. I do wonder if yeah. part of it is also you guys are reluctant um, on who you're actually going to engage with because you just don't know if that person's just going to dare to steal everything you've oh. done or anything like that. Do you, do you, would you, is that a fair thing to say? Yeah, it happens a lot. Yeah. Even friends, uh, they don't, they don't credit you. They've took your stuff. Uh, you've given them knowledge. They've got knowledge from you and it hurts, you know, and it knocks you back and you think, well, bollocks, why would I want to do that again? You know, it's, uh, but at the end of the day, it shouldn't be harming us too much because, I don't know, we're all sharing the same code and using it in a different way, aren't we, really? We're not we're not reinventing the wheel. We're just showing uh, a dynamic, you know, a different way to show. Uh, when things hit big time and, you, you know, you're getting a lot of credit and then suddenly you see another version without any credit that that hurts a lot you know mm -hmm. it, it knocks you back so uh, like it's even, even with the uh toxic zone um when daisy put theirs out you know um i've been critical on the podcast about um the lack of um attention they've given modders um in the community spotlight and i did see they rectified that um a little bit um but yeah, yeah. you know even when they released that um i i know that technically um, they had it, but someone had created the mod, and then they did that, and you know, I think that was Ice Blade off the top of my head. Correct me if I'm wrong, uh, but even he said he was a bit hurt um, that you know they didn't give him a shout out or anything. And you know, yeah, it's strange, isn't it? I, I I wasn't aware of that. I'll, I'll be honest with you, but like I say, most modders like me, we don't play the game. We uh, we start it that often. We're absolutely bored with the game, to be honest. It's a different game for us. For us, it's a challenge of creating, uh, solving a problem. Work. It's always a workaround. Nothing's ever perfect. It, you know, we're making workarounds, things the game shouldn't do. Yeah. Uh, I guess when he, he did that, he did much the same. And then the allegation is that then the vanilla had it itself, but the concept wasn't credited. But yeah. Uh, you know, that, that would hurt if that was the case. But, uh, or are you flattered that they've done that? Is it, I mean, I don't know. Uh, I, I've had it happen to me. I can't remember the occasion, but it was blatant. And uh, I was thinking, well, that's pretty shit. But uh, if we're here to be... Uh, I think this is the other thing. is We're here to be credited. We're in the wrong place, aren't we? Mm. We're just not going to get it. It's like the T-shirts and mugs. I joked the other day, I said, you know, for all the millions of downloads I've had for this game, I didn't even get a fucking T-shirt. But somebody uh, somebody who streamed for three weeks <laughs> ended up with a mug, a T-shirt, and a spat on the back. So it's a good job I'm not in it for the mug. 
<laughs> or maybe I am. <laughs> but yeah, it's not what you know, it's who you know, isn't it? <laughs> but yeah. What advice would you give to people thinking about getting into modding, mate? This is probably the most important question I've asked you in this um, interview. Yeah. Well, you, you've got to have a, a, a measurable aim. Otherwise, you're just going to wander around these streets of code with no destination. You're just going to keep looking at it. It's like when you go on online sometimes and you've no real reason to be in there and you're clicking on websites and pages and before you know it, three hours later, you've done nothing. And your, your, your mind's messed up and you, you're in a bit of a state. Well, what you've got to do is write down what is it you want to do. Sounds like a song, doesn't it? Mm. Just what is it you want to do? You want to be free? Uh, without a measurable aim, it's, it's just a blind alley you're going to go down. And you've got... Sometimes, like I was saying earlier about BRSEB tutorials, start simple. How to get a cube in-game. Just a cube. Then your next stage, how to open one of those faces of the cube like a door and then how to make it destroy how when you hit it how can i get uh, blood to spurt off this cube keep it nice and simple is my advice don't go to the steam workshop see a beautiful mad max car and think i'm gonna do that i i'm gonna do that because you won't you'll get bored and you'll get pissed off or get up to Patreon, sign up to me, and I've got hundreds and hundreds of hours of videos, models, scripts, and it's all there in front of you. All you have to do is watch video. That'll be my advice. Sign up to my Patreon. Two dollars or whatever it is. All the files you need, you get the alphas. Oh, it's an amazing way to do it. There <laughs> you go, folks. There's that. his uh, Patreon uh, link there. Um, and he's got free stuff on his YouTube channel as well, if you don't have any... Um, a couple of quid square and there's others who've got um videos up there as well just type in um daisy modding tutorial and you should uh find it um the one you should fucking sign up and you should start a patreon yourself as well but yeah yeah it's uh courses for courses in it it's what you want to do mm -hmm. obviously what you're going to do you're going to dive in and try and make deer al you can have this vision in your head that you're walking down a, a country lane with the stone walls on your right, the beautiful vegetation, and you're going to open up the uh, terrain builder and think, fuck that. You can't even get textures on the floor is hard enough. Fair right. play to them, guys. My last question for you, what can we expect from you in the future? Uh, a server, uh, a DRL server. Yep. I'm just going to do it. This year, my goal... There'll be different animals that are infected, all that carry on. Uh, the loot route will be amazing. PVE, PVP, VZ, VJ, VK, V. Yeah, all the lot. Do what the hell you like, as long as you PVs. don't cheat. Yeah. Uh, and all those shoes, jumpers, and shit you find and just throw to one side are going to be useful because I'm going to do recipes that put them to good use. Awesome. Yeah, and uh, on that note, I myself will have to go because lunch is served. Yep. 
That's a good question, Kojak, and that's one we'll have to come back to. Um, but my theory yeah. is that um, uh, my my theory is there'll be a Daisy mod released for Armor Four after Armor Four is released. So that's oh, yeah. that's my theory. That's my guess based on nothing, no inside info. But yeah, Dino, thank you so so much, mate. Um, no problem. I I've really enjoyed this. It was good getting back into the saddle of doing um, a podcast interview. A, a podcast. I've said podcast so many fucking times the last two years. Uh, oh. But it was good getting back into the saddle of, you know, um, the the spotlight interviews, mate. And, you know, it's just a, a bit more, no distractions. We just talk about, you know, the, the guest. And I can't thank you enough for coming on and helping uh, pop my cherry again, mate, and get me back into the saddle of it. And we'll be doing more of these. I'd like to do one each week if I can um, with not just modders and it's not just going to be Daisy related content. It's going to be um, anything that takes my interest um, and, you know, a little bit more for our Patreon, uh, Patreons um, over at 87.8 Survivor FM as well. Um, but, yeah, um, it's good seeing you've got a Patreon set up, mate. So I hope you get some support from this. Uh, we just signed up um, under the 87.8 uh, to support you as well. We support a lot of modders, mate. Ah, much appreciated. Uh, much hash, appreciated. Listen, I gotta go. I gotta go. Like I started, I'll say it again. Thank you for being supportive of modders. I think it's amazing what you do for us. We haven't got many cheerleaders, but uh, with you on our side, I'm sure we'll all be okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the worst. I'm the worst ally anyone could have, mate. <laughs> Listen, seriously, I gotta go or else I'll need more allies. No worries, uh, buddy. My dinner's going cold. See well, you all soon. Thank you all for watching, listening. I haven't bored you too much. I'll speak to you all soon. Bye bye for now. See you, mate.